not just that. Look at me. Judge me by my size, do you? Hmm? Hmm. And where you should not. For my ally is the Force. And the powerful ally it is. Life creates it. Makes it grow. Its energy surrounds us. And binds us. Luminous beings, Zogi, not this crude matter. You must feel the force around you. Here, between you, me, the tree, the rock, everywhere. Yes, even between the land and the ship. You should see this badass greenhouse that uh, Canacrap built out of pallets and like some. Yeah, and, oh, and that some, thing like, is PVC fucking legit. Piping oh, for the, dude, it is legit. Yeah, I seen that on his Instagram. It's fucking nice. That's a handy motherfucking dude right there. Yeah, man. Like, I got to give it to him, dude. He is good with his fucking hands. Yeah, he is a really good dude too. Like, need need to shout him out on tomorrow's show. You need to get him to fucking come on. He's he's, he's so well, shy. It's that's it real that. late for him though, too, man. He gets up at three thirty in the fucking morning. Yeah, excuses. He's oh, well, he's a roofer. <laughs> this is a little like, weirdly. Roofing is an honest job. Well, he's a like a sheet metal roofer or whatever, like a. a yeah, he steel, does like commercial buildings and yeah. shit. Yeah, he doesn't do homes. I did my barn. It has a sheet metal roof. I did my barn in, like, October. That was a bitch. Yeah? Did you get a bunch of fucking sunburns off of it, too? No, it was super cold. We picked a bad time. Oh. Because I know if you do metal roofing in the fucking summertime, dude, you're bound to get fucking burns. Yeah. There's never a good time to realize you have a hole in your roof. I can't imagine doing a black metal roof in the middle of summer. They put that sucker up in August. I was like, you guys are nuts. <laughs> Not your fucking shoes, man. Dude, I went I went down the fucking uh, Punta Cana on vacation and saw guys fucking welding in the middle of June in the fucking tropics. I'm like, dude, I'm a welder here in PA, and this fucking sucks. I was like, you guys are down here in the tropics? Mm-mm, no, thank you. He probably makes less money than you, you know? Yo, so I'll give it to them. They were like taking like ten minute shifts. Like, dude, they were not staying. They were not staying under that helmet long at all. They were there was like five of them, dude. And they were rolling out every fucking ten minutes, taking turns. Well, like, if it was fifteen, they'd be dragging them out instead. Yeah. Yo, pretty well, much, you, dude. You do that, or you have welders do- dropping a heat stroke. <laughs> yeah, because like yeah, I've been sunburned by welding. Before. I couldn't imagine. <laughs> under the sun how bad do you get sunburned dan um so it's a lot worse so it's a lot worse depending on like what you're doing like when i'm running aluminum dude it's like the worst radiation burn you've ever fucking had like the underside of my arms will just turn like red as a lobster like this fucking red if i don't have like my sleeves all the way tightened up and shit like that but if you're just doing, like, steel, it's actually not that bad. It's just, like, a typical, like, day out at the beach or something. 
but like dude if you're running aluminum dude, you're you're toast i i probably already have skin cancer let me put it that way <laughs> yeah that's wild man i give it up to all the full-time welders it's i've been doing job. it for 11 years almost 12 uh, yeah that's why he's got like popeye arms because he's because he's a really shitty welder and he does a lot of chipping yeah that's uh, lots it. of grinding dude <laughs> Before we got too deep in here, I just wanted to welcome and thank you guys for coming on here for this this crossover event here between uh, Embracing Organics and MBGS. It's really cool, and thank you all for coming on. Dude, thanks for having us, man. Or should I say thanks for choosing us? I was curious on how many of you guys would come on. I w- we watch your show all the time, and uh, you, you have four and we have five. It's perfect. Fills out the screen. Yeah, I haven't said anything yet. I'm Mr. Bacillus. Uh, I'm a Canadian. I'm from Ontario, hey. so I'm kind of just neighboring you guys over yeah, here. He's, he's so. a second-class yeah. citizen. Don't mind him. I see him dabbing, though, so he's earning his keep. Yeah, we're all... For her, they call him an upper-class citizen. Smoking we're all here in Michigan. This oh, Mupers over here. Yeah, we're basically Canada Junior anyway up in Michigan, so... We're more... Sure I got some family over in Michigan as well, so cheers to that. Hit us up. Yeah, most folks head on over to Canada and party before we turn 21. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, my cousins are in Grand Rapids, Michigan. If you guys ever heard of that area? Oh, yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah. That's where I'm at, bro. Oh, right on, right on. We get that event every year when people are uh, tubing down the river and they get too drunk and then accidentally float over to Canada and then they get in trouble. <laughs> That's awesome, man. I will. Uh, I'll get hit up by Canadian customers sometimes, and they ask me if I'm a Canadian company, and I tell them no. But I do watch a lot of Letterkenny and Trailer Park Boys. <laughs> but do you watch Kenny versus Spenny? Because that show is awesome. Do they still do that show? No, no, they don't oh, still do that say, show. I used but to all the episodes it. are on YouTube. Man, those guys were very cruel to each other. That's like the inspiration for a show like, uh, what's that, Impractical Jokers. Oh, they got away with so much stuff that you can't do today. Yeah, So much. (laughs) I'm not going to lie, man. I really like that show, Impractical Jokers. Lately, we've been getting into it. I do, too. It's It's really good, yeah. Yeah, it's really good. Uh, Have you guys ever seen the movie Kid Cannabis? It's about this kid who tries to, like, smuggle... Some shit through the woods of Canada. Oh yeah, where he's like, uh, he's so high I couldn't drive a, a what a biscuit into a boat of gravy right now. Fuck, <laughs> <laughs> well, like, that was a good movie, man. Yeah. How about Strange Brew? If we're going way back, remember that one with Rick Moranis? Anybody? Mr. Mr. Bacillus has seen it, Crickets. I'm sure. Crickets. No, man. No? I haven't seen that one, but I've seen Kid Cannabis, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, My friends seen... and I always thought it was like a staple of like Canadian stoner comedy. Really? I live under a rock. I was a kid. Yo, Didn't they have uh, John Candy in it? So John Candy went to my high school. No shit. That's fucking awesome, dude. Yeah, that's funny you guys bring him up. I didn't even know he was. Well, I guess he was in a lot of. You know, he's just popular over in Canada here. I uh, figure that probably makes you the most famous person on our show. <laughs> By far. 
I love John Candy, dude. That's awesome. Fuck yeah, man. He was a good spirit. Great positivity from that guy. So his my favorite movie of his, just off the top of my head, because I'm stoned and that's what I do. I'm gonna say Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. I don't know if you guys seen that, but that shit is so uh, fucking funny. Yeah, that's a classic, man. So it's a toss-up between Delirious and Who's Harry Crumb? The Great Outdoors, dude. Oh shit! Oh shit! Great Outdoors. Yeah. All right, Great Outdoors is good too. Yeah, the Great Outdoors is a classic. When he's when he's water skiing, man, that was like the best scene ever, dude. What? Go faster? I'm gonna have to add in so many cutscenes for the younger viewers right here. The bat scene, man, when he's trying to catch that bat inside the house, because, I mean, what father hasn't had to deal with a situation like that? And it's so funny to just sit there and watch. Jeez, these are some good ones to rewatch for quarantine. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Did did you guys see the Dude Grows show today? I didn't no, see it today. Oh man, dude, like the audio was all out of sync. Yeah. And like dude had this big freaking like wound on his forehead. I I bet he got a mountain bike and I missed the beginning oh, of the show, so I don't dude. know if they disclosed it. I was but thinking I was, the same thing, dude. He had to do a face plan. Oh man, I was joking around cool. in the chat. I was like, "Oh, dude got hit in the head so bad, his voice got transferred to Guru because the audio was so out of sync." When Guru's video was up, dude was talking and fucking. <laughs> yeah, it messed him up pretty bad. He looks like he's the chosen one. He's got like some scarring and shit that leads to a map that leads to somewhere up there. Harry yeah. <laughs> fucking Potter, man. I a fucking map of a Harry. treasure chest. I don't usually watch it because uh, it's just like a bad time for me, but uh, I can usually listen to it at work uh, on a podcast. So I just didn't get a chance to listen to it today. I love the DGC. That's something I watch literally every day. And I'm, I'm hoping we can do like a crossover thing with them here soon too. That would be awesome. Even with Scotty, he's been doing a lot of shows with a bunch of different people. But, uh, Scotty had mentioned it before, so I don't see why he would why he wouldn't be up for it. Oh yeah, Scotty's super down to earth, super cool dude. Uh, I've literally watched him give, I mean, his shirt off his back to one of my friends. Like, he's he's just a totally legit dude. Oh yeah, I'm, he's a super cool dude. I can vouch for Scotty all day long too. He's been nothing but super kind to me too. He's just a upright fucking awesome guy, man. Yeah. He's just one of the nicest people you'll ever meet. If you ever befriend Scotty Real, then you're in good company. He looks like a good guy to hang out with. I want to go to one of the cups over there. Oh, man. I Dude, when he came out to Philly, I got to take him out to dinner. That was a fucking trip. Yeah. I highly uh, encourage anyone to uh, yeah. come out to the DGC Cup. And um, the 710 Cup, the Concentrate Cup, that was a fucking Dude, blast. Any any fucking DGC event, like the Indo Expo where, he, you know I mean? They have the bus outside and shit. Any DGC event you can fucking get to. I had like just moved to, to Denver and I was very new to dabs when we went to the 710 Cup and I got fucked up because like took like six or eight dabs that night. Total Yeah, newbie. you weren't even going to come, were you? I was like harassing you to come. Oh, hell no. Hell no, dude. I was going to be there for sure. That doesn't sound like me. You no, I was, the one that, I was the one that wasn't going to go and wound up fucking kicking myself in the ass and should have went. 
Yeah, I know. Well, I harass you every chance I get over everything, though. So, that, I mean, it's all a blur. It's all a blur, yes. Just one giant oh, harassment. Like, I was, I was uh, commending you guys tonight on your one-year anniversary, and I was telling Dirtman Dan how I, I suspect you'll su- surpass us in subs by the end of this year. You know, just because you upload more content more frequently, you're getting more of you guys in front of more eyes. You know, we tell all of our guys all the time, though. Don't worry, it's not a contest. You know, yeah, like look at the no pressure to do it, but stuff and like I, I suggested to him, like, hey man, if you can get people to produce free content for you for your channel, why not throw it up there? You know, just like uh, uh, panel members garden update videos or. You know, if we get to go and see somewhere cool and they let us record or whatever, you know, it's like, why not? Why not throw it on the channel and share it with our audience? Yeah, content is the king of the whole thing. You know, that's all people want to see. They don't care. Like, some of our most popular videos are Kate showing you how to roll a blunt. Like, and half the people that smoke know how to roll a blunt already, you know? Yeah. You, but that is what it is. So if you made a video that goes... Here's how you clone a plant, even though everyone knows how to do it already. It'd be very popular. I just think it's uh, like the strategy, I guess we'll say, that we're using is like Michigan Bros Grow Show is a hub for all of us. And we just share our content through that hub and everybody benefits from that. Yeah. Like we might piss some people off, actually, if we started muddying the the content stream that we have because we're we for years now we've been a weekly upload two at the most when we've had like bonus episodes which has been like a handful of times at most yeah we rarely get a chance to do that yeah we try to use our platform as like a showcase of like here's our subs and here's red's weekly garden update you know that that kind of thing and then that way he doesn't have to fight to get his own channel or you know that kind of thing yeah and shout out to skillbo i i was actually hoping he was going to be here tonight he's probably at work still or maybe just not getting home he might be going to bed or no no it's not too early yet because uh sequence and skillbo are doing a 6 a.m waking bake tomorrow oh yeah i forgot about that yeah we'll be doing a live stream at six in the morning I'm not going to lie, I legit thought, when I saw that post today, I legit thought for a second, well, I don't have to be to work till 8. I could get up for that and, and, and hang out with those guys. Hell, I could maybe even stream. And I was like, yeah, I'll be not, listening. I'll be, uh, I'll be doing my rounds at work. <laughs> oh, Spartan, you can do it, dude. No, no, I can do it. I'm just not going to do it. I'm just going to be up. <laughs> dude, I'm with Spartan. I could get up early. I just don't want to. Any I chance I can to, to sleep in? Yeah, can. man. He is, he is like a bear. He just sleeps like i i was like practically tipping him off the couch at the indo expo to get him the fuck up so we could go when was this i did a regal show that was like the first time i got up at 5 a.m 6 a.m for anything man way early at the indo expo when you're sleeping on the couch i was like hey come on get up let's go yeah i, I don't Dude, I'm so used to people doing that to me. Yeah, I was like <laughs> slapping you in the feet and fucking dropping your boots on the ground and shit. Like, it's just like, hey, come on, let's fucking let's go. It's like 10:30 already. Dude, you yeah. got to get out of fucking belt and whack me. 
I, like I said, I was ready to fucking. I I think I pulled the covers off you finally, but I was ready to just like see if I could tip the couch. <laughs> I'm hypothesizing that Dan has a bunch of siblings. That's why he sleeps hard. <laughs> Honest, I'm the oldest of three, so, but there's actually a big difference between like me and my younger siblings. Um seven years older than my little brother and I'm ten years older than my little sister. Maybe that's not it then. No, I just... My wife thinks I have sleep apnea. So, like, you know, it's when I fall asleep, it's, like, really hard to fucking wake me back up because I'm, like, so deep asleep. I don't see. I don't see why that's a. I was just gonna say, why is that a problem? Fuck to be able to sleep, fucking badass. That's dude. I could go sixteen hours if nobody fucks with me. Yeah, I'll I'll do a whole day if if nobody fucks with me. Dan, go fuck yourself. (laughs) I'm I'm stupid, hyper aware when I'm sleeping. I hate it. Like something will fall in the bathroom on the other side of the house, and I'll jump out of bed. What the fuck's going on? Yeah, I wake up to everything. Uh, Dude, there could be a fucking hurricane outside. Bad insomnia. Dude, I feel like something will happen in my grow room or some like somewhere I'm connected to while I'm sleeping. I'm gonna wake my ass up. It's kind of weird. That's well, like weird. Stab, you said he's got insomnia. I got fairly bad insomnia too. The opposite of insomnia, narcolepsy. <laughs> no, like I'll stay up for fucking hours, dude. I've done forty-eight hours before, and then I'll crash for like fucking sixteen. So maybe that's what's fucking going on. It's like I just keep myself up so long that I have to fucking sleep 16 hours to get myself regulated again. I've definitely had to do that before. That's them gaming hours. But I don't fucking game. I'm just a YouTube addict. (laughs) That's intense to sit there for 48 hours. That'd be impressive. You got to stream. Do a 48-hour stream. Do it. I can't find that much good content on YouTube. No, it was all over the place, dude. I got sucked into so many black holes. Eagle Garden was telling me about his 24-hour stream. That sounded fucking crazy. Oh, yeah, that was fucking Some awesome. Of you guys it was probably crazy. on there. Yeah, I was on there for three hours. I think all of us were on for at least a little bit. Yeah. How yeah, I wasn't do that? specific. That's what I was talking about. At 6 a.m., I jumped on his show at 6 a.m. I ran like four hours on his show. Man, I, I'm I'm kind of bummed out that it never loaded up onto YouTube. It would have been a really, really good chunk me, of content. Me too, man. So many good guests and stuff that he had. I was working that day, so I only jumped in at the end. So I missed so much good stuff. Smiley was probably on there for a ton. Yeah, I was like, there kind of the morning and then the afternoon kind of thing, but... Yeah, fuck yeah, man. They had he had uh, Med Grower and Pedro Figroli and like I don't know. That was about when I jumped off. Is when all them guys were coming on, which worked out perfect. But yeah, I almost played that day as if I could go, just go back and re-listen to it because <clears throat> I went on with my daily work, or I probably would have paid more attention to it. You know, it was four twenty, and probably could have sat around and smoked some more. Didn't have shit else to do but stay in quarantine and trim. You know. I was at work. I missed though. a lot of it, man. 
if it's still uploading, you said it's still uploading. It's like stuck on like processing. Yeah, if he like stops that, can he like split it? He could like split it up and maybe upload it easier too. But I don't know if he'll lose it if he stops it though. I don't know if there's a way to download it. Yeah. Well, ideally, you have your Zoom settings set to where it records to a folder in your uh, on your PC when you're recording too, so you can make edited videos on top of having a live on YouTube. So he should have that. He just needs to look through his computer. If you split it up, I would go straight to like hour 24 just to see like what happened. Well, that's why I was giving him shit because uh, when it was loading, like it was like an error. You couldn't, you couldn't like watch it, but you could see the title and stuff and you could see the runtime and it was like 23 hours and it was just short of 24 hours. So I was getting him so much shit. I was like, you didn't do 24 hours. That was some bullshit. He's like, no, I did over that. I don't know what happened. <laughs> so funny. He really did because he did the bro show just before, like an hour before he went on there. He did the bro show also for two hours too. Man's a beast, man. He did an extra hour too, I think he said. He said he stayed on for an extra hour just to make sure. And it still cut a bunch off. <laughs> Well, we're we're talking about That's content. Wild. What do you what do you guys think about backing your content up on other platforms? Like I've asked Dan before, like what he thinks about uh, uploading a backup of our stream on something like BitChute or you know, you know, just another platform in case YouTube comes through with the freaking ban hammer again and you know wipes out all of our channels and content because you know they might do it again. You know, just they change their terms of service one day and. All of a sudden, an algorithm comes through, and boom, all all hours and hours and hours of content gone. So I download and put all of our content onto a hard drive, an external hard drive. Yeah, but what are you gonna do? Just stack those up and hope to keep them safe? I mean, yeah, I think that's fairly stable comparatively to a lot of storage solutions. Yeah, but then are you, that fills are you up a gonna, lot of a you know lot what I'm saying though. Really like quick. you want to have like an alternative that people can go to, is what I'm saying. Like that that is just bam there immediately as an immediate replacement for your content if you were to go down. I think instead of you having to take how long what how many weeks you're gonna spend uploading, uh, all that data and then what are you going to upload it to another youtube channel that might get struck down again are you are you going to go to another platform at that point you know what i'm saying like do you want to yeah. do preventative maintenance <laughs> or do you want to fix the problem once it breaks well i, I mean We're ideally telling, it's uh, all going to our website what was that right? Didn't, the bro, have, didn't the bro show have some uh, content on Twitch a while back? Was any of that actually uh, uploaded or saved, or was that just live viewed uh, viewing live? That was just viewing live, but it's it's on Twitch. Like you can go through and rewatch all the old ones, but most of the Twitch content was just like recasted stuff from YouTube. But yeah, we do we back everything up in a couple different places. It would be a pain in the ass to have to put it all back up if we lost the channel. So that's why we're kind of hoping we have our website and everything rolling before that's an issue. Good. It's good that you're, you know, building a site and stuff, you know. And if you have the the knowledge to do that or the at least the the funds to pay someone who does have it. 
yeah, because I wish I could pan my camera around and show you all the SSD drives and stuff that are stacking up inside my computer and whatnot. Oh, there's yeah. a there's a big HDD up there on top. I, guess. I mean, I did not utilize my time that I had. Like, I got laid off during this whole coof thing, and uh, I did not utilize my time well. Like, I could have learned how to, because I've got a stream deck sitting here, and I never, I hooked it up, never freaking learned how to use it. I tried a few times figuring it out, but like, they couldn't hear like my sound bites that I was trying to play, so I just freaking gave up on it. Because I need like some sort of virtual recorder or something that like records my computer audio. Yeah. My worst nightmare is if Abolish got a stream deck. Oh, it's a super cool idea. little tool, but I don't know how to fucking use it. So it's it's like a hundred dollar paperweight. For me. You be playing uh, lightsaber sounds while we're trying to talk about microbes and shit. So what is is that like a like a video soundboard type of deal? It's it's this little device that you plug in like into a usb port and it will automatically play whatever you have attached whatever file you have attached to the button it will like like a macro play that so if it's a sound clip a video clip whatever it might be you can set it up to those individual buttons but they have to be able to see him smirking yeah they have to be able to hear your computer audio and like I'm not technically savvy enough anymore to figure out what software I need to download or find to. You need it. like a bridge software to get it. Yeah, to work. I need and a, it's a big pain the, in the fucking ass. The Me and Tanasi tried doing it in through my Zoom. So like, it, it, I know it's possible. I know you can even do it on Hangouts. It's just taking the time to freaking figure it out. <laughs> yeah, you might have to buy a software audio mixer to do it. Yeah, I might have to get another piece of equipment, like external. Are you using a headset? Like for myself, like my podcast, I'm just using speakers and and a mic. My computer doesn't even have speakers. I haven't had speakers on a computer in like years. I I gotta have music. So mine's. Oh, I got a wireless headset. Right. Okay. I I don't have to subject anyone else in the house to whatever I'm listening to, and I can walk around listening to whatever I want. See, I'm completely opposite. I like to subject everybody to it. And I have a subwoofer, too, so they can feel it. Well, I get into some weird stuff, man. <laughs> Stabby is on the fringe. So now that you guys explained it to me, there actually is a, a workaround. You might you might be able to use this a little easier, Stabby, but if you know Streamlabs OBS... If you yeah, started, yeah, I have it, and I've tried figuring that out, and I just get frustrated with it. Or maybe I need to update it or something, you know, or just learn how to use OBS better. But I do have the Streamlabs OBS where, like, you can hook up your YouTube and your Twitch and, like, you know, set up a stream deck and, and all that shit. Yeah, but th- that it's really annoying. I've had to do a couple just test live streams adjusting the audio. The audio alone is a pain in the ass trying to get everything right. Especially when you're doing it with a panel and not having an echo. Yeah, yeah. I actually did a live stream one time with uh, Ned Denver on my channel. Like, middle of the night, like 3 a.m., random live stream on my channel, which I never do. Because, like, there's there's some people in real life who know I have a YouTube channel, like, from years ago that I don't want to, like, okay you know i'm just trying to disassociate a little so i don't upload 
cannabis content directly to my channel for a specific reason, just because I, I don't want to draw any arrows in my direction or, you know, give, give any reason for anyone with any malice from my past to, to, to any ammunition, if you know what I mean. My, uh, my boss knows that I have a cannabis podcast on YouTube and he's asked me what it is, but I told him that I wouldn't tell him what it was. So he hasn't found it yet, but he knows that it exists out there. Yeah, like my boss has talked to me about her parents growing weed when she was a kid and shit. So like, I know she's chill, but I'm still not fucking telling her what I do in my spare time. Both my, both my bosses know that I do cannabis podcasts, but they're cool with it. Yeah. See, that's cool. Like, I think I could tell my boss, but the, the thing is, like, it's such a small area. And, and it's such a small staff where I work that everyone would know within a day. So <laughs> I just rather not. Well, and we're fairly lucky with where we live too, because we have, we're rec legal here now. So uh, like it or not, we're going to fight that stigma here as hard as we can. At least some of us are. Yeah, we're, we're rec legal here too, but not grower friendly at all. Uh, so there, there's that. And I try to teach people how to grow and grow more than enough to sustain myself for my own needs. I've never sold any weed to anyone ever. I've given away a lot of shit, but I've never sold any. Like I, I just don't do that. That's not what I do. Like my, I have a business, but that's, that's an illegal state with, you know, and license and everything. And that's a totally different story but I've never sold anything for my personal garden. I just, I don't do that. I don't mess around with that because I have a family, I have a day job, you know, I've got other priorities in life. I think that's the best thing you can do as a grower is just teach other people how to do it. You know, that was the best thing anyone ever did for me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like I, all of us, this, are, uh, <laughs> we do that. <laughs> that's what we're doing, man. Yeah. This past winter, I took this like, could we take that even a step farther and, uh, being able to recognize who's suited for it and who's not. Dude, I've definitely told more than one person that's asked me to show them how to grow. I don't think you're suited for this. Like, the nicest way possible, like, you can go ahead and try it and I'll help you, but I honestly don't think you are the type of person that's going to do well at this. That's a great fucking point. At the same time, not to jump on you, but at the same time, it could also just be, like, maybe the styles are different like maybe someone wants to learn how to do nft which i've never fucking ran nft so for me i, I couldn't even help that person see here's or it's out of here's how i go exactly. about it that's a different way of looking at it i take you know a lot of people out there probably think that i'm an asshole but i think i take a much more gentle approach yeah see raise hands in the audience everyone knows uh but when someone tells me that they want to get growing, I first ask them, how much dedication do you have? Can you, how long can you babysit a plant for waiting for a harvest? And then once you harvest it, you're still not done because you have to dry it and cure it properly. Otherwise it's going to taste like shit. You know, how much dedication do you have? If you're willing to get like a tent and a light, and get what you need to get started i will give you clones of whatever you want that i have seeds of whatever you want that i have i will set you up with the genetics if you show me that you're dedicated enough 
to at least get started. You right. Know, decide what medium you want to start with, and I'll talk to them about that. You know, the pros and cons to each. There, there's and, only one thing that gets you in your grow room at midnight, you know? Yeah. You know, it's like, how dedicated are you going to be to babysitting these plants? See, I'm I'm completely opposite. Well, it's, it's weird because at work, obviously, at fucking work, I have to be just like what you're saying. I have to be 100% on point and, and on top of my game. Plus, we're growing synthetically, too. So you're driving that hot rod. So you got to pay attention. But at home, it's like, oh, I don't want to do any of that shit anymore. I want to just, you know, that's where I'm organic I can just kind of fucking grow by feel, we'll say. You've got and, the skill uh, set to do that with now. I, These are I, you're, we're talking you're like about a mechanic that goes people. home and doesn't want to work on his own car. Exactly. <laughs> but I understand what you're saying, but at the same time, what I'm trying to get across is is like, so my point of view is like, no, I'd rather just say, look, if someone says I'm interested in growing, great, that's all I need. Here, let me give you this auto flower. You don't need a tent. You could throw this in a. You could fucking put this in a pot and you're in, you know, and just throw a fucking light over it in whatever fucking room you have. Just put it in a room that's at a decent temperature. Well, where you're, where you're at, as long as you got a fence, you can get away with growing it outside, right? Well, it, it can't be seen, but yeah. So it, you can have it's a fence, but it can't be like a see-through fence. You have to have some yeah. kind of covering, but yes, some privacy <laughs> fence. Yeah. Yep. Yep. But then you still have the same fear of uh, people just coming and taking your shit. So if you're growing some dank and people are going to be smelling it, you still have to have some kind of security. It's not just as easy as like, oh, I live in a neighborhood and there's houses all around me. I'm going to throw a plant out and I'll be fine. No, people are going to jump your fence and grab your shit. My recommendation would be hiding it in plain sight. So that's what I'm planting it in your garden right next to your tomatoes and all that other shit and just making it blend in. Overgrow that fucking garden and throw some throw some weed plants in there. I mean, I mean, I've thought about doing that where I live because I don't think my mailman would blink twice. But you know, the off chance I've I forget to pay my gas or something at the pump, and you know, cops come knocking at my door and they're like, "Hey, what's this going on? What's going on over here?" You can take metal hoops and stake your plant down towards the ground so it's like two feet tall and just run it across the ground. That's how we used to do back in the grill. Well, that's how allegedly some people did back in the gorilla growing days. Or just take five gallon buckets. Nice catch. Good thing this is being recorded and you can edit that. (laughs) But yeah, that's where the autos come into play, right under the tomatoes, right? Just a nice little cover crop. Right. Even you can even use autos as a cover crop for regulars. Oh, for sure. if, If you time it right, you know. I like your tip there for keeping it in plain view kind of to hide it because that's what I had that's what I did before we started getting our uh, rules with the greenhouses and fences and having everything locked Uh, I would use basically two bushes that are wider than the actual plant themselves and the angle that it was at I would have the cannabis plants in between there would be a bush a couple cannabis plants and then a bush and from the road and all the way up to like inches from the bush you couldn't see the cannabis plants it was a beautiful it was a beautiful thing nice or if you got some nice big peonies or something there you Those go had to be really big <laughs> i don't think I've dude i've got some massive peonies i've got a massive dude. peony <laughs> i think the real goal there too in the in the info was like what you said too stabby about where you're gonna hang it you know there's so many of the people i talked to like you said here in michigan you can grow outside and like, there's a lot of people that are like, I want to throw a bunch of plants and, you know, 12 plants in my backyard. 
and grow these big plants? And that's my first question is, well, where are you going to dry it? Because, I mean, honestly, as a, an experienced grower, that's kind of the hurdle that you don't think of until you got your tent up or if you're in the basement or whatever. But, you know, having some plan to where you're going to hang a big bush, you know what I mean? Because outdoor plants ain't going to be small necessarily. Oh, yeah. That's my yeah. second question. My first well, question is... They bring the plants in the living room to dry. They're bringing all those bugs right in the living room. <laughs> but my first question is, and this is why I don't want to grow outdoor really anymore. And that's, are they going to be, are they growing regulars out there? Are, are they going to know to pull the males? You know, there's, there's going to be a lot of people now that it's rec legal that maybe this is their first grow. They're going to be throwing, I think there's going to be a lot of pollen out there. I'll just say. And uh, so if you're not, in a, a greenhouse that has some kind of filtration or something, you might have some seeds. And that might not be a, a lot, but I mean, last year, my outdoor got, you know, every other bud had a seed or two in it. And none mm. of our buds had, none of our buds, you know, had any male flowers. So it came from somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Well, then could have been, uh, you know, a neighbor miles away. Oh, yeah. Easily. Especially oh, at night because. They can go four. I've, I've heard a stat that the pollen can travel four miles on, on air currents in the sunlight. And then the UV or something, something in the light kills the pollen, makes it sterile or whatever. Can go even but, further overseas, I believe. Um, well, and at night. <laughs> so, so, I mean, so, yeah. Yeah, there was some, I, think, I believe there was some girl that won a Nobel Prize because all she did was like, she held up like a big sheet of paper uh, with, something on it and just held it up and collected all the microbes and just like discovered microbes from you know another continent overseas that's fucking cool is anybody following the hemp rules right now like well enough to know if they're doing anything about that for this year because i know that had to have been the reason why everybody got seeds is nobody was using feminized or clones they were just using whatever they could yeah, there was a split in that industry as far as like what you were trying to produce there. So there were still people throwing up traditional hemp. And in that aspect, they're trying to get fiber and they're trying to get the grain. So they want it to seed. They don't want to pull the males. They plant really high dense acres. And then on the other side, there's guys trying to, you know, grow smokable CBD flower. So they're trying to grow a nice, pretty sensimelia plant like you would with cannabis. And and it's definitely caused a lot of issues. I've, I've heard a few different arguments over that, really. Guys I got plow fields and all kinds of crazy stuff, man. Sorry. I got two different half ounces of flour in the mail, hemp flour, CBD flour. And one was seeded and one wasn't, you know, to speak to exactly that point. Um, one was definitely a little bit higher quality, so to speak. And uh, both of them had really good terpenes and stuff like that. But... One of them was definitely seeded, and um, I mean, they told you so, like in the ad or whatever, but um, it was interesting. We just picked up some of that, too, from uh, when you linked the company or whatever. I grabbed the seeded one also because it had the highest terpene profile. I was like, whatever, I have some hemp seed and some high terp CBD. Yep, yep. Yeah, I mean, you actually get free, free hemp seed with it. Why not try to germinate them? I just germinated some last night, or started some last night. I think that's how a lot of people get started, right? Is they just start with some bag seed. Yeah. 
I think so. When I very first started growing, that was probably the seeds I started with because like my first three crops all hermed. So I learned quick. Yeah. I was buying, uh, supposedly, you know, Girl Scout cookies off my plug once in a great while he claimed to have Gorilla Glue, but I mean, this guy was so flaky that who knows what it was, but it it was always, uh, either purple or bright green weed. So, uh, and the, the Girl Scout cookies, you know, supposedly that's what I grew out first. And like the first plant that I actually grew to flower, oh man, it fucking hermed so bad. It was like a legit 50-50, like male and female. Oh, what a flower. beauty. Yeah, like, cause I didn't, you know, I didn't even own a fucking book yet, right? And like, I think the first book I bought was uh, Jorge Cervantes. And like, I'm, you know, I, I'm already in flower, like, fucking weeks into flower i'm like what the fuck is going on something's not right and so i get this book and i'm flipping through it and i was like oh what oh shit it's got male and female what the fuck is this this is this is bullshit and i was so mad because i had spent so much time on this first plant and i i had an emotional attachment to it right and i was expecting a harvest out of this because like i i had decided to take a tolerance break and like my like i said my plug was so flaky anyway i just finally decided fuck them and i'm gonna grow my own and you know i actually grew it to flower and then to realize that first harvest wasn't going to be for a lot longer i was just just heartbroken right i think that's when a lot of people quit right it happens to more people than you think is what just this year one of messi's friends they even posted it on facebook you guys they were holding up their male plant and just talking about how grateful they are to grow this and how this is going to supply them with medicine for the next few months. And we had to break it to them that it was a male. It was a beautiful male, but it was a male. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, we all start somewhere, right? And a lot of these people online like to act all, you know, high and mighty, like they, they're king shit when it comes to growing weed. But like, dude, you, you fucking started somewhere. Someone taught you how to grow, grow, or you figured it out for yourself, or whatever. You know, we all fucking didn't know shit at one point. So, so I definitely started uh, a little more self-centeredly. I was tired of getting garbage weed from the plug all the time. I'm like, dude, I go on YouTube and I see this dank shit all over the fucking place. I was like, why the fuck can't I have some of this? I was like, oh, that's right, because the people growing it aren't giving it out. They're fucking keeping it for themselves. I was like, that's it. I was like, I need to fucking start growing. And from then on out, it, you know, kind of the same route Stabby took. It it started off with some bag seed, but I'm pretty sure I actually had what they claim it was because it was just OG crossed Afghani. And it was nothing special. It was nothing great, but hey, it was fucking bud. And by that point, I had already watched enough like weed YouTube and stuff like that to know <laughs> male from female and stuff like like I already had a basic knowledge and I've been gardening ever since I was a little kid. So like just plants in general were, you know, basically second nature to me. But yeah, I started off as a, a little uh, self-centeredly and just like, I want this fucking good shit that I see all over the place and ain't nobody fucking selling it to me. So I guess I got to do it my damn self. I think you did some looking. Entrance. <laughs> That's awesome. I mean, I, I guess I got a little bit more altruistic influences. Like I, I did 
part of the reason why I started growing is because I started helping my grandpa in the garden. Like, uh, his diabetes got real bad, so I started helping him out with his garden, and I never really did that. Uh, you know, throughout my 20s and stuff, I was busy mostly chasing pussy and, you know, smoking weed and whatever, getting drunk, and uh, he needed more of a hand, so I started helping him, and I was like, oh, you know, growing plants, it's, it's not that hard. I was like, I can, I got some of these seeds that I stored away in the drawer. I can, you know, grow some of my own medicine. And, uh, oh man, I mean, there, there was a lot of frustration involved, right? <laughs> because I was flying blind because I live in such a red state that I never looked up those YouTube videos. Like I never, I, I didn't know that there was weed on YouTube because I was too afraid to fucking type it in the, the search bar, right? <laughs> like have that in my search history and shit. That's how paranoid I was about it. So like I said, until I got that Jorge Cervantes book, like I didn't know shit about growing weed. Like that's funny because I, I'm in a red state too, you know, and it it was just as illegal back then when I started, and I took the exact opposite approach. I was like, I'm gonna find as much information as there is a fuck available. Like if it's out there for me to read, I was like, who's gonna stop me? You ever look at the analytics on your show and like what countries watch your show and stuff? Oh, I pay attention to all that yeah, shit. Stabby does. does. I, it's like really <laughs> surprised. Some of them you'll be at like, you know, Hong Kong or other places where presumably there's very, very stiff penalties for growing, you know? Yeah. You think yeah. people are using VPNs and just saying they're from those areas? Uh, I, I maybe. A handful maybe, but, you know, I, I doubt too many people are you know, saying that they're from like Singapore or, or, you know, uh, North Korea when they're yeah. watching our show. You never know. But um, I get, going I get back to the up. analytics though. On travel, on work, and yeah, probably a lot of locals, I imagine. What was that, Keith? I was going to say every now and then you get, I get hit up with a grow question from somebody who's obviously like in fucking tehran or like indonesia you know and just has absolutely nobody that they can fucking dare talk to about any of this right and they're right. like excuse me please can you please tell me is this plant male or female and like, i hope you as much as i can bro i know you're way out there out please on a fucking safe. island yeah godspeed Dude, I've had it's, I've had posts like that too. Go ahead, Dan. Oh, I was gonna say I've had posts like that too, because like when I first started doing YouTube, I was doing like the micro grows. I was growing out of like a computer case and shit like that. And dude, I've had tons of people show me like their little space bucket grows that they made. They you know stuff that they had you know made that is like mine. They're growing. Didn't the guy like, send a you a cabinet? Desk. No. I thought you said a guy wanted to send you a cabinet or something like his his old grow cabinet. Maybe somebody off people offer to send me all types of weird shit, dude. It, it's it's interesting. People offer to send me all types of fucking stuff. How many of you guys have gotten hit up by uh, Mars Hydro? <laughs> oh, we, oh yeah, oh yeah. Uh, Keith's uh, over there shaking his head. <laughs> See, they all, they all just think I'm a troll, so 
I don't have to worry about that. They don't hit me up. Dude, I must have gotten like six messages from them from like, you know, it's probably all the same. It's probably all the same person just making different names and accounts. But they're trying to get me to like test and test their lights and talk about them on my page. And I'm like, how many times do I have to tell you no? Like it, it's literally been like six times now that I've told them no, go away, and they just will not stop. Well, it makes it pretty clear that they don't watch your show if they're giving you lighting, uh, you know, sponsorship type things. Yeah, here's here's the thing. I would use that as an opportunity just to like grow your subs or something. Like, be like, hey, okay, I'll take the light. I'll use it for one run. I'll report how it does, and then I'm gonna give it away to someone. You know, to a random subscriber. Well, they make it kind of a job from what I hear. They make you have to keep, like, so many posts about it, so many mentions and all this. And it's just, oh, all that stuff's negotiable, though. Yeah, I, I don't negotiate. I say keep your shit. I'll buy the lights I like. I would just do an honest review, do a real par test, not a par test from Mars, and uh, go from there. Dude, so that's what I asked for. You know, your honest opinion – Weekly updates throughout Flower and probably like the last week or two of Edge. You don't have to post janky plants. I'll make people sign contracts and shit. And like Eagle was telling me how like he took a light and they put like a they they have a camera in his garden. And I was thinking about it. I was like, man, really? I would never fucking asked to do that, dude. It's cool that you can take time lapse shots and check on it, and shit. But I was like, bro, that's a camera in your in your shit that like I can just look at like what if your girl has her titties out when she's in there like you know fucking water in your plants or whatever like that always uh, happens in my flower room dude well well eagles always got his titties out that's for sure <laughs> I got a good question for you Keith about moles per jewel so I was talking to Landon from Alias Lighting and he was talking about moles per jewel you remember how you said how he didn't have it on his site so you thought it was unreputable or whatever no, was, we, I found it after that. Okay, but yeah, whatever. But apparently, the U moles per joule, it it's all the uh, China companies. They take it from six inches. So well, most of them. That's probably all they have to work with. Um, so it depends on what measurement you're talking about. PPF moles per joule is efficient. That's efficiency, not okay. Maybe I'm micromoles. Micromoles per joule is total output just from the entire light. Okay, yeah, that's what I was. Thinking. And that's that's PPF. Now that's not a number that's very easy to fudge with unless you're just outright lying, and you can get caught do outright lying. So people will avoid doing that. What they will and Black Sail will find you. And yeah, he will Black Sail will find you and talk shit about you because you fucking deserve it, hypocrite. <laughs> yeah. anyway. He talks shit about me all the time. He got me on the, the blacklist. That's why Mars Hydro won't send me a light. Never! He blacklisted me. Never! I don't know why you wouldn't just take a freebie light, though. Like, just throw some, like, veggies under it in the corner of your house. Like, you know. So the reason I wouldn't take a freebie light is because it's going to be far less efficient than the light that I would buy. And so it's going to cost me more to run it in the long term. So I'd rather buy the more efficient light and save money. Okay. I, okay. But are those white Mars hydro lights really that bad? Like I know the blurples would be probably the same as like a double ended, but I'm, those white full spectrum uh, Mars, how bad are those really? 
So well, his name is really Spartan. He's drawing a line on sand. Can't you see? This man is principled. Yeah. So yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say no, for gonna me, it's gonna, morals. I'm gonna put it to. I'm gonna no. I'm gonna put it to you this way, and it's it's not. I mean, those are both reasons that I for sure can get behind. But look at it this way practically. If something goes wrong with that light, what happens? You got to call China. How how soon you think you're gonna get another light? Now I'm not. If I'm yeah, gonna invest money in a light. I'm going to invest money in a quality light that I can get good customer service somewhere in this country that if I don't get the customer service I want, I can physically go to and demand it. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to go to China. That's just oh, for sure. For sure. <laughs> I can yeah. see that. Like if you're trying to reach out to Mars Hydro, you're fucked. But the one thing is Amazon, you can return anything broken. You literally just return it. And like, at, like even like six months into owning the product, you can just put damaged product. And you can send it back free. Okay, yeah, and send what, back a three-month-old like, dehumidifier. I have one of these. I have one of these. I agree with you, but if the product is shit, so they'll send you back another new piece of shit. And then you're re rinse and repeat at that point. No, I just no, got I'm, my money back, and then I then I bought an air washer. My fucking air washer. I'm definitely is awesome. with. I'm definitely with Spartan on this, dude. It, it, for me, it definitely comes down to morals more so than it does just getting a freebie light, like. I want to put my money in an American company. Like, call me selfish, dude. I want to see my own economy succeed. I want to. I want to yeah. see my fellow. I want Americans to buy all my good. Chinese parts from the American company. Damn it! But whatever, dude. I'm. <laughs> I'm putting. I'm putting money in, in an American's mouth. So his point is, is that the profit, the profit goes to the American company. At the end, the, the guy in the top, it's owned by an American person. So rather than a foreign entity, is what he's saying. Don't get yeah. me wrong. I, I got ripped off for some uh, Green Sunshine Company Electric Sky ES300s. I have a couple of those. Like, I have three of those lights. Those things are like 900 bucks each. Fantastic lights. And like, like I'm getting great results and everything. But I'm just, I think I'm just that cheap that I would take the freebie. Like I can, like when I go to fucking cannabis events, that, that's all the clothes I own. So that's kind of how I roll, man. No, I, uh, <laughs> I, uh. I'm not saying I don't want to take freebie lights. I have a freebie light hanging in my flower room right now. Oh, look but, at this hypocrite. <laughs> that, no. That's a little different, I though. I never said, what, no, I won that light uh, in a, in a grow-off, basically. But uh, it's a Raging Kush, and um, it's a very good light. In fact, it's probably one of my favorite lights. I have that in my HLGs in the flower. All my good lights are in the flower room. That's where you put your good lights. But that one's really fun because you can change the spectrum and you can adjust the sunrise, sunset. You can do all kinds of things. You don't even need a timer. It's all on an app on the phone. I love no, it. I'm, oh, yeah. That sounds like a great supplemental for sure. And it's, a, uh, and it's, um, it's an American company too. I, I can't remember exactly where they're from. I just, just tried to think. I can't remember where they're from. But they, they are. It's an American company too. So that was a bonus. So, you know, I'm proud to have that. But if – you know, a, a Chinese company wants to buy my support. That's not, you know, as far as me and, and the Instagram following and everything that I've, I've built, you know, I want to have my name behind something that I believe in. And I don't believe in the, the Mars Hydro Lights. So that's why I wouldn't support them. But that's just me. I'm not saying everybody has to be that way. I'm just telling you my reasoning behind it. Right on, man. I'd probably take the lights use it in a closet but yeah no no instagram post or anything like that no support in them you know I'll take the product and sit on it 
or you know, if you're the, just honest about what it does, you know, like and just show it, you know, be like, this is what well, it did. Yeah. Well, I was always going to say, I think that's the way yeah. to do it. Yeah. Yeah. The little devil on my left shoulder always says, like, just take the light and don't do anything. But to to be honest, too, man, as far as like light quality, I mean, people were flowering under T fives, you know, and still yeah. do to this day. So as far as like, yeah, you can run a plant under a, a cheaper light, you know, and it's not. I don't know. Oh yeah, I've got. Well, when we're talking budget, yeah, let's talk budget setups. Like, you know, like, come on, can you really go wrong for a first-time grower with like a four by four and a white Mars? Like, what are you gonna tell them to spend like a thousand bucks on a light? Oh, I'd tell them go buy a three fifteen. Right. CMH, you know, if you can't afford, um, you know, something that's a super efficient LED. You're going to get an inefficient LED. I would say, no, don't do that. Don't get the inefficient LED. Get the really good ceramic metal halide. That's going to be about as efficient. Well, it's going to be a little bit less efficient than an LED probably, but it's going to be close. Efficiency-wise, they're going to be close, but you're going to get way better quality out of that 315, I think. Mars says it's not that efficient. we got to wait till Black Sail gets a hold of it. He'll give us the yeah, real, see if the real like lowdown. Growing. See if you see. like growing and then uh, buy some uh, expensive LEDs for the long term. As I say, Mars claims that their light is two and a half U-moles per joule, which is actually pretty good as far as the LED light goes. But they're known for some deceptive marketing a little bit, so who knows how realistic what? that number is. So that is, I, I've heard that's about six inches, that, yeah. it, well, the, that reading. And it's another reasoning for that is those red LEDs, right? Like there's, they run at a different wattage than the rest of the board. So when they're, when you take those into the efficiency equation they're like way more efficient so they kind of skew it like oh, everything with supplemental reds there's they're kind of skewed i think i mean i'm sure there's some science to it then you can go look it up and you know nail to me nail me to a cross about it later but whatever i'm a fan of growing however you can so yeah man if it's the light you can get and how you can grow it do it that way yeah, but I mean, there's really cheap, good lights. Like, I'm just saying, if you're going to, if your budget, get the best light you can for your budget, I guess is what I'm trying to say. And that doesn't mean, yes, right now at the top end, the best lights out there, I think, are LEDs. But that doesn't mean every LED is the, is a great light. So, I mean, there's all these other great lights, like, like what Smiley brought up, that everybody's been growing under forever and getting great results in. So, I mean, you can get them for next to nothing sometimes if you want to, get them used i mean you can get them next to nothing like you said cmh is really good i was always been a big fan of just saving up for the thing i really wanted instead of compromising i'm not a big fan of compromising that's not a skill i have so yeah i'll just go without until i can get what i want like my first few lights. lights without shouting out the captain on the panel he's been running one of my tents for over a year now i just now added some hlgs in there this week because right. I was doing that minimalist build, just having the two cannons in there. I was getting decent harvest out of there, but like you said before, I should have put four in there in the beginning to get the get the maximum footprint. Dude, I was highly impressed with how well you did at low wattage. And, like, I showed that off a lot. I was like, look, man, this is what you can do with fucking 480 watts and a 5x5 five five abolished over there crushing it. Um, but yeah, I, yeah, I you want to talk about smart. low wattage. I have 150 watts in a two by two. 
yeah, you know about totally your little two for a two by two. It is looking good, Dan. You got that. How many runs now? You got your uh, mini regenerative bag going in there. Uh, this is run number five, actually. You can tell it's it's rolling now. Yeah, he's going to get three blunts out of this one. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> I'm oscillating fan is kicking ass, dude. I found that on Amazon. That was a uh, – I was just cruising around Amazon looking for fans one day, and I was like, hey, this looks like it'll work. And sure as shit, it does. I really like those little Holmes uh, oscillating fans. Like they're like little six inch or maybe eight inch oscillating fans. They're like the smallest one you can you can well that I could find on on Amazon. And man, they really fucking blow. <laughs> right, maybe they, I think they're called little blizzards actually, or something like that. They're just they, like this. They really blow, he says. Yeah, yeah. This is uh, this is just slightly smaller than one of those. Those things are legit, though. I've got, like, <laughs> so many of them because, like, I've got air movement above the canopy. Like, I've got a little shelf in the corner with a, with one of those on it that's air movement above the canopy over my beds. And then another one on – or, no, two more on another shelf <laughs> for air movement uh, under the canopy. And I've got, like, a big tower fan in there, and I've got – are you just as OCD about uh, temperature and humidity controller? Not controllers, but uh, uh, gauges. So you can like, do you have like five or six of them in one room, just so you can tell what it is everywhere? I've got two of them actually <laughs> <laughs> in the room, and I've got a third one uh, <laughs> sitting on the shelf. <laughs> I when you I find had... a piece of grow equipment that works you buy a lot of them like i have like four ink birds yeah now. i got a bunch of replacement probes for it too in case i like forget to pull the probe out of the canopy when i'm doing a foliar spray or something and i fucking soak that bitch and i'm like whoops better throw a replacement on there because like i don't know it's with those minder units for bag of replacement probes i think it's like 10 bucks or something you know they're real cheap and that's for the the one that measures the humidity and uh, your temperature in the canopy. And then there's another probe that goes into your soil and it keeps track of your VPDE and all that. It keeps track of your soil temperature. They're pretty, they're pretty legit. VPD in your soil? Well, no, like the, the probe that you hang in your canopy keeps track of your oh, okay. DVD, but the other one will keep track of your soil temperature or if you're doing like dwc or whatever you throw it in there keep track of your uh temperature in there if you had a res and you're trying to keep track of your res temp throw it in there whatever it's just a waterproof probe for your medium of choice always wanted a probe yeah they're actually pretty durable too because what was that sorry Oh, sorry for cutting you off, bro. Go ahead. Well, no, I was just going to say that they're actually pretty freaking durable because uh, I got like a little mini sh shovel for doing transplants in my no-till beds. Uh, <laughs> it's like a little kitty shovel. It's a metal one though, right? It's it's pretty legit. I love that thing. Have you seen my mini shovel? No, it's bigger than that. <laughs> I've seen your mini shovel. Yours is like a... Buy like it for bonsai trees. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, come on. He's got Dirt Man. Dan has his own size shell. Yeah. Like so it's basically it's like a spoon, basically. Yeah. Yeah. His is like a it's cereal a spoon for spoon. me. 
So how long do you guys run your Inkbird centers for, for them, those who run it? What do you so, mean, how long? Uh, so I'm just noticing that mine's corroded now. Uh, my Inkbird center, I've had it for a couple of years now. Um, so I'm just wondering. I, I think that it's really uh, not really sensing as well now. Is it getting wet, wet or something? Uh, not really. Well, there's probably enough humidity or if you had it, you know, in your canopy or anything like that, there'd be a little microclimate in there where the, you know, condensation could get inside the probe and then corrode the probe because, you know, you got electrical current going through there. Right. Yeah. Well, I think think a spoon is bigger than his shovel, to be honest. (laughs) Who's going to say, dude, that shovel is fucking small for me to eat cereal with like a bigger mouth be really cool for hash though yeah you got a big mouth dude it's like this this is definitely like the size of a spoon yeah like i said it's just like a cereal spoon i'd stir my coffee with that spoon man but yeah my my shovel's bigger than that (laughs) my shovel's bigger than dan's I'd hope no, I listen to your voice. I about chopped right through my freaking probe. Like I was just going to dig a transplant hole, right? And I was just like, "Man, th- there's really tough root in here." And I gave it a, a few good freaking stabs. And I was like, "Oh wait, shit! My probe is buried under the mulch." <laughs> I was so trying I to cut through the probe wire. Yeah, I pulled it out. And you know, I had a kink in there, but it still works fine. So all good. Did you tell Pete about that one? No, I did not tell Pete about that one. <laughs> That's funny. I'm pretty sure I foliar sprayed my VPD, like my ambient temperature. Yeah, uh, do you have a big, probe? huge spike on your chart for like 10 minutes? <laughs> uh, Like half a day. <laughs> oh, geez. yeah. Yeah, you probably <laughs> fried the probe. No, it, it went back to normal, surprisingly. Oh, you dried it out. Oh, get this guy out of here. Oh, oh come on got a new guy fuck? what's no up room for you You're no room with the end baby you fucked the in here up, like, that's for sure coming in here like ronnie dangerfield man <laughs> hey i get no love no respect hey oh holding us all up there just hold your hands up in the air skibble you'll be holding us all up i get no respect i'll give you some love man Everybody right now brother it wouldn't be right if they weren't <laughs> We were shouting you out while you're still, you know, not even punched out yet. So. <laughs> What's happening, Stabby? I ain't seen you in a while. What's going on, brother? Oh, staying busy. Staying busy. Garden's As full it. right now. Garden's bursting. Booming. Hell yeah, man. Just rolling up here to make sure I'm right. You know, I've been a longtime fan of Embracing Organics. I've watched it for a long time, and it's really weird to be sitting with you guys here. I mean, I've done a show with Black Sale Market before, you know, and Stabby's been around on some of the cheap home grows, but, you know, Dan, because it's just cool, man. I appreciate it, guys. I'm always lurking. Always. Stabby's always in the shadows. Dude, I have two addictions, I have to confess. Um, I'm glad you guys organized this intervention for me. Uh, YouTube and cannabis. I'm addicted to both. Uh, I I bet you're doing both of those things right now. Uh, Well, I have to put my YouTube addiction on hold right now because I'm on the show and we're not live. 
But you'd be streaming <laughs> yourself in the you're background yeah, on, on YouTube. You're on the other half of YouTube. You're on the opposite side of the camera. Come on, Stabby. <laughs> I know you have to have a phone. Put your YouTube on there. I He's got probably it. got it playing in his other ear. <laughs> I got two monitors, man. <laughs> Stabby's rocking the AirPod all day long. When he goes to the store, he's got the AirPod in. Oh, see, that's see that's you're gonna be I one of those people like, that wind up getting lying in the sand. I, I don't buy <laughs> Apple products. Hey, I'm I, with you on that. Yeah, I'm like the you know the unreasonable person when it comes to Apple products. Like I just refuse to buy them. So I used to be an Apple fanboy for a while, and then. I was like, you know, I want to check what other options are out there. I was like, you know, I was an, a diehard Apple fanboy when like the 3G iPhone came out. And then I stuck around till like the 5S or whatever came out. And then I was like, I'm tired of Apple. I need to see what else is out there. And then I went and got a Samsung and I was like, I'm never going back. This was stupid. Why was I such a fanboy for such a long time? Yeah, I like gave it a good run though. I like the Samsungs a lot. I've got a Google one uh, Pixel right now, but uh, I'd probably go back to Samsung. I like that. What I liked about the Pixel two is it take it, the one I I think it's a two, whatever. It took really good pictures. <laughs> that's all I cared about. And that's the whole key right there. Is as growers, we want something that's going to take the best pictures possible, so we can look good in front of each other's eyes and not right. be like Jesus fucking Christ, what is this bullshit, man? Well, here's the thing, right? We want to present the best representation of what we get to see in person like we get to see up freaking close and see and smell and experience what these plants are like and to to share just a cheap copy of that it doesn't do it justice you know so you want to try to take the best possible picture to hit that sense you know at least but it's really never going to do it justice unless you start doing like that macro stacking stuff. That's freaking tight. Working on it. Yeah. Have you yeah, seen the, the video? Have yeah. You seen the, the, video, the video, video is above my level of expertise. It's insane. Too. That's got to be hundreds of shots. Yeah. The, some of the guys I follow do like um, 50 sets of 30 pictures, for example, to make a video. A buck fifty, damn! But it's usually in the thousands, like yeah. for the full videos. But you gotta remember, these things are digital. It's not like they're fucking developing film. It takes like nine hours to process, so you might as well be developing it. <laughs> but you're not doing anything. It's doing it all itself. <laughs> okay, now that's what I call wall to wall. You got it packed oh, look in at there. That. What is that? This is uh, Raphael by Irie Genetics. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's a blueberry cookies crossed to strawberry fields. Oh, man. I think I've seen that in a room of his a long time ago, and it was like in the back corner, and it was like taking over the whole fucking thing. It was either a Raphael or a Michelangelo, and I can't remember which one it was. Uh, I believe today's, I believe this is day 44. It was probably definitely the Raphael because because of that strawberry fields in there it gets those like bigger leaves like i've seen uh some of the uh strawberry starburst which is also crossed with that strawberry fields that just grow like into a big dinner plate by the yeah. time they're a month old they're just like you know 10 inch freaking dinner plate 
Looking so you good get, over there. You getting strawberry out of it or blueberry? What what kind of smells are coming off of that thing? So you guys remember um, those like little strawberry candies that had like the red and green wrappers that kind of look like strawberries? Yes, the ones at the Christmas point. time, man. Yeah. Or like you, you know, you always have them at like your grandma's house or something yeah, like that. Yeah, those are the best. Yeah. That is probably the best representation of what I can give you, and I can have wow. I've had multiple people back me up that that's a really good representation. Now, is this oh. your keeper, and you or you popped a whole bunch, or is this like no, a one the, shot one? No, I just one shot wonder, man. Bad. And this is like my third run of her. I'm like so impressed. I was. Like, I guarantee um, there's probably a better in the. There pack. probably is a better one in there, but I was just so impressed with this one. I was like, fuck it. There's well, no yeah, and you're so, you're so limited by space that you can't really pop a whole pack at a time and you know hunt it. Probably something I don't run into a lot of. I don't know about you guys. I had some of the strawberry starburst uh, at the DGC uh, concentrate, uh, the concentration celebration. Yo, you got to smoke some of this at the Indo Expo. Uh, yeah, I did, but the the stuff that I had at the concentration celebration was, uh, sorry, man, it was over nine thousand percent better. It tasted like fucking strawberry starburst candies because someone brought in. Uh, the hash or the flour, whatever they had, and they had Pedro press it right there at the event, and then he brought it over, and Rasta Jeff and I dabbed it, and it completely changed Rasta Jeff's opinion on rosin. It was so fucking good. Oh yeah, I got a cut of strawberry starburst. That's a keeper, and uh, I just squished about a half. I got about a half ounce of rosin of it right now and it's fucking fantastic i squished that at an eight day dry fucking great the terps are so fully terpy there. so delicious so just so candy like sweet yeah delicious concentrated uh strawberry starburst you hit it on the nail yeah, basically if i if i had to describe it it's it would be like if someone made you a starburst weed edible yeah it's speaking my language now yeah. So this is the very last of my uh, strawberry starburst bubble hash that me and Tanasi made. And yeah, it smells fucking amazing. It's like strawberry candy and like a little bit of funk. Oh, my favorite thing about the strawberry starburst is the sift. I got some uh, fucking some clean heads over here, 150 from the trim bin. Just a very slight agitation. It's extremely clean and it's full melt, baby. It's fucking delicious. Dope. So yeah, one thing, oh God, as soon as you light this shit, uh, before there's any smoke buildup at all, you taste it. You taste the fucking like just the essence of it come through the pipe. Like it's ridiculous. So one thing I found interesting is um, when we were at Indo Expo, I got to compare some of my Raphael to Keith's Strawberry Starburst. We were sitting in the same room. We both, you know, everybody got to smoke it. And, uh, you know, mine had a, like a little more of like a grapey kind of flavor. And Keith's definitely had more of like a, a candy-esque flavor. But it was interesting to see just how similar they were because they both had strawberry fields in them. But one was strawberry fields to blueberry cookies. And then one was strawberry fields to Arise. And the Arise was definitely the more like candy Ask uh, Fino if that's like what you're going for. 
I think you have a pack of that, don't you, Sequence? I have a rise. But plus, uh, Fumidor was there, so we were getting all super foo-foo and technical. And uh, I think, well, for my for my assessment, that like the one that Dan grew had more of like a pining chirp in it, and the one that Keith grew had more of like a a, a limonene chirp in it. Like it was. His was sweeter, where Dan's was like tangier. They they were like hitting on the same note, but they were different. Yeah, the rise adds a juicy fruit. Yeah, the really the, the rise definitely gives it like that bubble gummy kind of like taste to it. And just for the record, I think Stabby's number was 9,000% better. I think that's what the number was. Over 9,000. Oh, I'm sorry. I was wrong. Over, break, over, over. I was thinking that I was would cut close. that strain immediately yeah. if it was mine. That's funny. Hey, I got his golden goat. I got handed a cut of um, Jeff's golden goat. Oh, man. That makes amazing concentrates, too. Uh, friend of the show and uh a personal savior of mine darkness grows freaking brought some uh golden goat shatter to the dgc cup and actually got like third place with it with fucking shatter yeah with fucking shatter man it was the best shatter i ever had in my life it was so good i smelled it from four feet away when he opened his bag it was so fucking loud man it was delicious what are the terps on that one? Because I know it's one of Jeff's favorites or whatever why I picked it. But. Uh, like punch you in the face weed smell <laughs> with like oh, it's old uh, like oh man it's it's, it's really it's really piney really lemony you know like it's got a lot of that in it it's got a lot of that like tropical but man it's just so pungent like so just loud just like super loud like almost makes your nose tingle eyes fucking tingle from Ooh. just the high I'm yeah really i heard him say it's really it goes macro um deficient real quick so yeah they, they're real nitrogen hungry because of that arise that's in it because of that king solomon that he used so i'm uh i've got six sprouts basically oh. of uh orange gasm going you know it's, it's from my regenetics and it's uh platinum tangy crossed with golden goat so i'm really excited to see how Can that you guys grows see, out. see my screen yeah looks great yep. that's a uh, yeah that's a so tester proud. Jeff's going to be so proud when he listens to this and, and how much we're talking oh we're always sucking orange in gasm <laughs> sounds amazing by the way the tangy with the yeah, I've got a pack of those orange guys in too. I should probably get them up in those one of these years. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll watch see what uh, Keith does with it first. Mrs. A bunch Stabby of people has... are growing them right now. They're growing them on Operation Grow Show. Uh, I think Empire Dave is growing them. I'm growing them. So if you're going to pop your orange guys, you might as well do it now, man. Martin, you should pop them so we can compare them to the OKC that I've got in the garden. That's very orange right now. Well, if but you're it... all orange gasming at the same time, can I watch? No. No, listen to what I have to say first, because this is not Orange Gasm. Subbed in my OnlyFans? Premium content. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, this is actually a tester. This is GMO crossed with a rise, and this definitely got macro uh, deficient. You can see the, the intervenial chlorosis and the yellowing in there. But man, is she a fucking frosty bitch. And this is day 38, I think. So that's great. What are you thinking? Is it going to go 70, 77 days or? I wanted to try to get it to 70 days, but like I was so helped, like I was working 12, 15 hour days last week and I should have fed it a compost tea and she's, she's not looking so, so stellar because of this yellowing. I don't know what's going to happen here. I mean, if, if she's looking good, I'm just going to keep pushing her. But if she starts looking all haggard and dying, I might take her down. So, Stabby, what do you do to try to bring something like that? You know, what were you trying to do to combat that? You said a tea, like a nutrient tea? Uh, typically, you know, it would have been around week four. I should have definitely did a top dressing uh, or some sort of compost tea. Like, I like to take um, Bokashi and, like, down-to-earth amendments and stuff, and I'll run them through a coffee grinder. And then I'll top dress those and I'll grab some worms out of the worm bin and, or some worm castings and throw that in on top of it. And I'll just water everything in. That's like a 10 week or two, right? Because it's got GMO in it. Yeah, yeah. She, she's got a lot of fattening up to do. I, I grew it out. Uh, this is my fifth pheno of it. Um, I kept a couple of them. I think I kept two and four. Uh, and I've I've got a clone of five still, but this is the only one that I've got a flower in, in uh, number five. So what made those keepers versus the other ones? Uh, just the structure. Like I had one that really hulked out, just grew like twice the size, like just way yielded me way more than all the rest of them, right? And they all yielded pretty good, but like it just went bananas. Uh, so I kept that one. And I I kept the one that just looked the prettiest, that I liked the most, that, you know, took the best pictures. <laughs> and just to see if I can grow it again and take even better pictures and maybe, you know, give it to, you know, have something that I'm proud enough of that Ross Jeff might be proud enough of that he would use or something, you know, just because that's like a feather in my hat, because why not? Absolutely. How is it uh, structure-wise? Does, <clears throat> does it stretch a lot? Yes, it yeah. stretches a lot. I was going to say, we run GMO at work, so I know that that's a stretcher for sure. Yeah, but you know what? It does fill in a lot. You know, it gets some nice big, like, two-inch size nugs, and that's pretty good size. And You know, in my garden with what I have going on, how I usually grow, like, that's a pretty decent-sized freaking nug. Um, Damn, I, I wish I had a picture of like a finished one from the jar. I'll have to take one and upload it later or something. So, do you have any insect frass on hand? Yeah, I used, uh, I got some of the, our friends. Frass Valley? Yeah. Frass Valley I loved making one hour teas with that. Yep. And it's a, it's got a 222 rating on it. So, make a, make a quick tea with it and see if you can't uh, keep her going. Well, I already, I already top dressed and did everything I was going to do. And I used uh, 
some compost tea extract that I got from the Indo Expo from uh, Microbe Life. Supercharged. Okay. One thing, <clears throat> one thing I started doing with insect press just as an experiment is uh, when I do transplants. Can, you know, when you dust your hole with like a mycorrhizae or something, I do that. But I also put my frass in at the same time because. All the all the stuff that I'm and when I see these reports about the benefits of frass and stuff, it all talks about the uh, how the plant it, it how it activates the SAR response in the plant, but it's when it the root zone comes in contact with the the frass. So what better way to get the root zone in contact with it? I thought than to stick them in the holes. So I've been just putting like a little scoop in there. Yeah, we'll see what happens. It really That's, is Sparta the, in your garden, and you throw them right in the war. Like this is what it's gonna taste like, fools. Yeah, base. When I started growing, I was growing with cocoa and perlite and dry newts. You know, off a of, uh, you know just bought them online, bought some dry newts, and I used to do the sprinkling of the the mycorrhiza and stuff on on the roots. And I've taken that to a whole new level with the organic stuff and the down to earth amendments and the coffee grinder. Like I, I have he certain, uses his own saliva. Uh, there is someone who does that. Uh, Papa G does that. He they does do that for seeds. I've heard. Yep. I've he heard does it. a cheek okay. soak for his seeds. Yeah. The enzymes in your mouth help. Mm -hmm. soften yeah. The shell. Yep. Yeah, I've heard that. It's, uh, it's an old school method, you know, like old growers used to use it for those old hard beans. Yeah, it's like the poor man's version of like a H2O2, you know, you know, we can't hit it with, you know, we, we can't oxidize it, but we can fucking break it down with our enzymes. <laughs> yep. Yeah, and for sure, I think also getting our beneficial bacteria on there instead of sterilizing it or getting some fucking uh, poison on it from the tap. Yeah, there's definitely like some holistic type reasons behind it you know and whatever hey, type reasons. whatever you want to call it you know I, i'm i'm not necessarily into that stuff i'm not superstitious or i really don't have any beliefs i'm, I'm more of a science guy not a bro not a bro science guy but a, a real science guy well there's a lot of science to populating it with bacteria you know that you want rather than you know just sterilizing it and having an open invitation for possibly bad things so um. oh yeah there's there's definitely some old methods that have some legitimate reasons behind them like you know burying fish heads and all sorts of old uh traditions and techniques i heard uh ken f drake talking about um curing a sick baby by having a healthy person with a holistic diet actually just getting some of their spit and putting it into the baby's mouth and uh, populating the baby and just literally curing the baby. Well, isn't that along the same lines of like the fecal transplants and stuff that they've been doing? Yeah. That's what I thought of. Mother culture too. Like when your baby gets sick, sometimes you give the, the mother saliva, I believe, to the baby and it re-inoculates it. All right, back onto the track here. So about old seeds. Um, has anybody ever tried cracking seeds? I just got one of them from uh, 2020 Mendocino. I've got a seed cool. cracker from uh, uh, Woodshed. Yeah, on man, I know from that. Yeah, those are sweet. Yeah, the little keychain one, and it's pretty pretty cool. He just like machined out uh, like 
a bolt essentially and threaded the inside of it and it's got a little thumb screw and you just put the seed in the little pocket and tighten down the screw till it pops do you you have luck with it have you i've actually never used it it's it's actually uh with the the majority of my seed hoard on my farm right now so i i haven't used it uh personally like i bought it and then i threw it in my ammo box with my seeds and transported it and i haven't seen it well i've seen it a couple times since he loves talking about it though yeah, you have a bunch of random bag seeds or something smiley you can just crack in there and see if they pop that's what i'm doing right now is i'm kind of fucking around with just some seeds i don't care about they don't really need to be cracked but i'm just trying to get an idea and a feel for it and i will say that it's definitely it's not an, an easy thing. You're going to just the first time get it right. So No, because you can bust that shit into powder. <laughs> I a lot of seeds right now. But I have these old ones that I'm trying to get. You know, if I get it down pat, I want to be able to crack these, you know, heirloom-type seeds that are, you know, 20-some years old. And I haven't been able to get them to go. Yeah, there's a technique to everything. You just got to master it. Come on, yeah, Smiley. You can't you so, can't just tease about an old menu and not drop some names on what some twenty year old beans you're holding on to. Come on, out Northern with it. Northern Lights number five. That's an heirloom outdoor pollinated in Michigan. So it's um it's like a Michigan heirloom Northern Lights. So hey, yeah, yo, keep it coming. It was in a family and it ran for several years outdoor, and that's how they just got their seeds for the next time was to pollinate it and do it. So these are generational seeds, but I mean, you wouldn't call it land race. It'd be like an heirloom, but but still, it's some genetics that are uh, kind of sought after right now, and it'd be kick-ass to try to pull something like that out, you know. So I don't know if you know or not, Smiley, but those uh, the three grooves on that particular one that you have, they're three different sizes, and those are for the size of your seed. So that might help you to figure out to have more success with it. Yeah, there you go. So there are three different hole sizes for the different size of the seed. Right. So you just size it to the hole and then smash it. Oh, man, it. that thing's scary looking compared to what I got. <laughs> yeah, I know the one you're talking about. I've seen them at uh, the one that you have. I've seen they were selling them. I think it was Country Roots or somebody was selling those same ones up at uh, the Canvas Cup. The little keychain. Yeah, they're pretty legit. And he was even, like, anodizing them with different colors and everything. He was starting quite a little racket with it. That and his 3D printer in his, in his woodshed. <laughs> so how dummy-proof are those things? Do you, like, crush a lot of seeds in them, learning how to use them? Or? Well, that's the point. I've never messed uh, with them. That's the point. You want to just crack it a little bit just so that you can get an entry point for the water. You don't want to make it like I where you're dropping like, a portcullis on yeah. top of the gate trying to stop the people from aggressing into the castle. You don't yeah, want to do that shit. You, you just put to even, You don't yeah. need to even see in there. It, you just tighten it down gently until you either hear a little crack. Or, here, you know, this one doesn't yeah. thread. There's like this cork on the top, and it's just a straight pin like a nail. So I'm just using my finger pressure. And here, listen. Oh, maybe it ain't going to do it. Weakling! I know, right? No, it's too small for that hole. From breeding like, seeds. You know, you want it really just to barely be on it. Like, that's the thing. Yeah. So I would always start on the biggest one, right? And then just work your, work way, your way down. Your way down. There you go. So I, I have a ton of seeds if you want some to fuck around with. Because, <laughs> like, I've, you know, I've made my own seeds in the past. And I've, I've shared them with our community in the past, too. 
but uh, yeah, it smells and tastes like Hormel pepperoni. No, it doesn't. Shut up. <laughs> it's like Hormel. <laughs> Here I got it this time. He thinks this guy like pepperoni chirps. Dude, I'm That's telling you. Shit, dude. Listen, it's called No Scope. He's a redneck. It's got pepperoni terps. The little, it's, <laughs> they got some hot pocket no. terps in there. Is, so it, is it the Little Caesars terp or is it the Domino's terp? No, I'm talking like a package of hormone. Oh, you missed the you missed the crack. See, there's probably you're, too much though. You're so that's how you just squeeze the two together. You, you didn't even it. use the you didn't even use the handle. It looked like you just squeezed them together with your hands. So yeah, it must it not take much pressure. Good. It tore it up pretty good. I don't know if you can see it's peeled like a grape. Put that shit in water. See what happens. Speaking right. of turps, man, what's well, I'm gonna, well, I'm gonna throw it in the root riot like like my buddy's. Yeah, there you go. Even better. Speaking of Terps, what's some crazy Terps you guys have encountered this year? I know we got, what was it, uh, uh, the one that tasted like mustard or what is it, uh, a hot dog? and Or nachos. It was nachos, right? And then uh, Salisbury steak. Yeah, the, man. Oh, dude, the headlights is my shit. I am keeping that thing. I don't even care. Dude, that thing is bulking up crazy and getting some uh, horns on her too, man. So Yeah, she'll foxtail out at the end there. It is. It's getting super frosty on those tails, too. I was like, damn, okay then, killer. But if you just brush up against it, man, it is, man. It's loud. It's old school loud, dude. <laughs> That's what she's staying for. How many days you taking her? I don't think I can get it to 70, dude. I don't think it'll go that far. I took her 73, the last one. We'll see. going to be some bulk but then, that I'll was... tell you. The, that one was the the one that I took in it was like six it was like seventy I think day seventy, that one was the one that just like what you're describing like the Salisbury steak kind of smell, but uh, the one that I took to seventy three that's the fucking straight up cat piss smell is what that's doing right now so I'm tempted to go cat pissy. <laughs> I don't want to lose those like unique flavors and stuff like that it'd be a shame to just turn it into another cat piss strain like i used to have a grapefruit diesel that was it smelled like a cross between like a nos energy drink and cat piss which was lovely i'm just so glad you're ready to take up the mantle and be that hero to keep around salisbury steak and nachos and everything else that's going to be really offensive when you smoke it <laughs> all that no. shit that no one wants to see go away but no one wants to hang on to Dude, I'm the Library of Alexandria of shit around here, man. Speaking of which, that headlights was the last one in my garden. <laughs> That's hanging right now. I feel like if Abolished ever did breeding and released a strain, it'd be called like butt crack sweat or something like that. Dude, take, I have this amazing there's... strain idea, and Rasta Jeff just doesn't want to do it. Okay, so golden goat crossed with either like a blue cheese or a UK cheese and call it feta. Right? <laughs> yeah, I'm with you on that. Yeah, go cheese. Right? <laughs> Name has to make sense, man. It either Stabby, has to be a play on it. Do it. I'm going you, to, man. I just need to get a cheese cut. A good cheese cut. Abolished OG. Abolished man. OG. Do it. Yeah, that's a really old cheese cut. There you go. We just, yeah, we just need to get you some golden goat. Well, Stabby, or, you, can, you can make the feta and then you can have goat cheese with your pepperoni. <laughs> Fuck you! <laughs> It'll be amazing. We're, we're we're having snack time at Stabby's house. Uh, I don't care, man. It fucking that shit's good medicine, man. I don't Somebody care. Somebody bring GMO. It smells like pepperoni, man. It fucking it 
puts your dick in the dirt. I never once said it was bad. I just said it it smelled and tasted like pepperoni. <laughs> it, it had meat terps as far as I was concerned. So or, may, or maybe it was because we were smoking a bunch of like sweet tasting stuff, like fruity terp stuff. Yeah, probably because it's but, definitely more savory. Like I would describe it along the lines of like a T-bone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, a nice fillet. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> a nice Salisbury steak. <laughs> so are, are there any terps that you guys think are smells, I guess, aromas that cannabis would is not capable of producing you know i one of the most dynamic uh profile plants out there it has the what one of the broadest ranges of terpenes that it can produce out of like any plant i'm i'm constantly amazed at some of the shit that people are like oh dude it smells and tastes like this and i'm like no fucking way and then like you get to encounter some and you're like oh my god they weren't fucking lying like i remember I remember back when, like, all right, I'm going to say it. I remember back when, like, blueberry first started coming around. I was like, no fucking way. Can a pot plant smell or taste like fucking blueberry? No fucking way, dude. It's going to smell like weed. I was I know. Like, sure enough, dude, I got one. I got a hold of some fucking blueberry, and I was like, what the fuck is this? Yep. If anyone ever makes a corpse flower strain, fuck you. It's, keep it away from me. <laughs> Abolish has this thing for like the poop. He always loves stuff that smells like baby poop or anything like that. He gets like excited. Oh man. Sweet uh, baby poop. That is so good. The taste is normally phenomenal on that too. I used uh a male uh raw cookies, which is Girl Scout cookies form cut crossed with uh pink two from Ethos, I think. And that male that I used had like a rotten baby diaper stem rub. Like it was funky, funky. Yeah. Do you guys have any uh, funky terps and veg on any of your keepers or anything you've ran? I got a slurricane cut right now that's super loud in veg. Like when it's in veg, it smells like it's in full flower. My, uh, those cuts that were grown for the grow off for me. And, th- and what's strange is not only are they way louder in veg than I've had other plants, but they're different from each other. The two different phenols, they're like way different. Like one's kind of more strawberry and, and one's more kind of like the, the skunky earthy kind of smell. I'm excited for the strawberry. <laughs> the short ones are the strawberry and that tall one's kind of a thank you one in my room for them grow off ones. Mine are both the same yeah, size. Like so I lemon sour diesel. Got, sorry, man. I have like a lemon sour diesel that's really funky in veg. It's really skunky. And I'm kicking it though. This is the last round I'm running it. I'm about to finish it off. So Well yeah, it's getting bumped by something better though. Yeah, man. Everything smells pretty funky in bed. I never really had like a good uh, funky smelling purple, like something that smelled really, you know, you could really smell it in bed. It all kind of smelled like, uh, you know, grass or plant. Mild, mild, mild green skunk plant. Yeah, you know, nothing too crazy. You know what I really like is like a cloner or a clone dome. You know that smell that I'm talking about when you lift up your cloner, that, that 
fresh clone scent. I like that smell. That's like a cool funk, early veg funk. This bee okay. that's behind my head is purple and funky, and I think that's because it's got that lilac diesel in there. It's got a weird terp to it, too, though, man. The meat breath I ran, it reeked of meat and veg. Just straight roast beef. Roast beef terps. What's the Arby's terp? Yeah, I got rid of it, actually. I didn't enjoy it in dried flour. It just didn't work well with me. I kind of like the tropical stuff. Takes it pretty pictures, like though. Turkey and dried flour? <laughs> yep. Mix it with a gravy strain. Oh, for sure, man. Full meal. Well, <laughs> call it the hungry man. <laughs> well, guys, I hope this is going to end up being, uh, you know, uh, an ongoing thing. I'd like to see you back around to hang out on MBGS and all that. Uh, it's been a great night. Thank you all for coming on. And I, I know it's getting kind of late, so we should uh, probably roll sign off. So let's uh, make this pretty easy. I'll just do it here as it is in my screen sequence. You want to do any sign offs? Yeah. So I want to say thank you to the uh, Embracing Organics crew for joining us. I was really hoping that Fumador would join. He's in our chat a lot. So I was hoping that he would be here so we could wrap riff with them a little bit but thank you everyone and uh you can find us live sundays at nine eastern nine until 11 so hopefully you guys will join us on there one of these days um besides that you can find me at sequence underscore mi for pictures like these ones right here uh thank you for having me guys smiley's garden all right man i'm smiley's underscore garden and uh, i'm part of the frugal force we're on uh these guys on uh, Saturday nights at eight. So, uh, also you can find me on the Talking Shit with Eagles show. Um, that's at eleven thirty at night, most every night. So, shout out to him. Smiley, you totally forgot you were on Frugal Force right now, didn't you? I know. No, that's why I was smiling. I think it's funny. <clears throat> well, yeah, yeah. This is definitely going in the Frugal Force slot. We'll, we'll call it's this a mix up, though, man. It's yeah. like. Uh, Nobody knows whether we're on Racing Organics or Frugal Force, so, you know. Just call it getting weird with EO Show. Well, now we have to go on their show, right, to make it even. Yeah, well, hey, no one's inviting you over yet. Just just hold your horses. <laughs> fair, fair, fair. <laughs> Slow down, Susie. I'll just keep lurking in the shadows. <laughs> uh, Red Setter Farms. I'm Red Setter Farm. You can... Find me on the Michigan Bros Grow Show on Sunday nights here on the Frugal Forest uh, and on Instagram. Thank you all. Cheers, guys. Pleasure having uh, hanging out with all you guys, meeting everybody. Rock and roll. Spartan Grown. Hello, everybody. I'm Spartan Grown. You can find me on Instagram, Instagram, Instagram at Spartan Grown. I smoke way too much on this show. <laughs> Uh, you can find me on the Michigan or Grow enough. Show, or you can find me at uh, Cheap Home Grow, and what's the other? Oh, GML Show on Friday. I think I hit everybody, and uh, maybe one day I'll jump on the EO, EO Show if I can figure out what time that starts, because I always come on when it's like an hour in already. <laughs> I don't know how that happens, but it's awesome hanging out with you guys, and uh it's funny because some of these guys were saying how they were nervous and it was like so weird for me. I just jumped in like 
because I've watched you for so long. It was like, I felt like I've known you forever. So it was easy. So awesome hanging with you guys. So good Spartan because I forgot to shout out Skobo with the late sesh down there on Monday nights at nine. So don't forget about that one. And we're setting yeah. me up perfect for that, man. I thought you were like setting me up like, okay, I'll give him this. He could do that. I was giving you credit, man. And the captain, Black Sail Market. Dude, abolish. Thank you very much for the invite tonight. Uh, guys, everybody, thanks for hanging out. It's been a blast. Um, a cannon blast. Yeah, blacksailmarket.com for all your LED lighting needs. All right, y'all, keep it quick. Have a good night. And Dirt Man Dan. What's going on, guys? Dirt Man Dan. Thanks again for having me and the rest of the crazy EO crew. And as the host and on behalf of the rest of EO guys, any one of you are welcome to come and kick it with us any Thursday night you want. And Spartan Grown, we try to go live at 9, but it's more like 9.15 because I can never get my fucking shit together. Hey, that works good for me because I fucking water at about 8, so that gives me time to get shit done. All right, and that's Eastern. Perfect. That's where, that's where we're at, Eastern. All right, but you can find me on Instagram, Dirtman Dan, or YouTube, Dirtman Dan, or the Embracing Organic Show. And thanks again for having us, guys. It was a blast. And the master of stabbing, Stabby McStabwood. Oh, man, I only came on here because I thought Spartan Grown was Pedro. Like, I don't know how, who any of these guys are. Like, <laughs> they're all strangers. I mean, I'm just busting. <laughs> Uh, I appreciate you guys having me on and congrats again on uh, one year. Uh, I think you guys keep it up, keep the content rolling. You're going to pass us in subs in no time. Uh, We're more than happy to uh, merge our audiences together though. Co-mingle, collaborate and uh, smoke a lot of cannabis together someday. I hope hopefully we can all uh, meet up someday at a DGC event and uh, bring our best. And um, I don't know what else to say guys. Other than check us out tomorrow night, we'll be live. We'll be uh, up to our shenanigans. Thank you so much for the kind words. And yeah, teamwork makes the dream work. All of us educators here on YouTube, you know, working together, it's a beautiful thing. Skillball. Skillball1 on Instagram, Skillball17 on YouTube. Uh, make sure that you check out any of these fine people that you see on your screen. I've been a long time affirmed EO bro. I have much love for everybody that's on there. And I feel like their panel is always down for a good laugh and good information that you're really not finding anywhere else before we came along and tried to follow in the footsteps with a little bit of frugal forcing of our own. So much love to everybody. Thanks again. Yeah, there's no doubt. You guys are a huge influence on a lot of stuff we do here. Like we are, we're all, a lot of us are tuber babies. Like we learned everything from YouTube. And I've watched a few of you guys, guys. On here too. Yeah. And, uh, influencers. Last, last we're YouTube not, influencers, guys. Yikes. I hope we're not influencing anybody, man. All right, can somebody mute this? I hope we please? are. I hope we are, man. I hope we're influencing people to produce their own medicine. Amen. And that's the and, thing, man. Everybody's standing on somebody else's shoulders. It doesn't matter who you are, really. You're still standing on yeah. information started somebody else gave you or whatever. And it's just a platform to share that with people, you know. 
but we all like to laugh on here. That's the whole thing is we all like to rib each other. Nobody takes themselves too seriously at all. And it's just always a good fucking time. That's what I'm That's talking about. I'd like to hang out. Hang out and smoke and have fun. That's what Growers Love is all about. Cheers. Smoking bongs. Yeah, and last but not least, Mr. Bacillus. I got to say, it's been cool getting to uh, know you the last couple of weeks on EO. Uh, yeah, cheers, everyone. Yeah, so I'm uh, just a local Canadian uh, grower and hash maker. And you can find me at Mr. Bacillus on Instagram. Cheers, everyone. And I'm Abolish Farms. You can find me on IG, YouTube, wherever you see MBGS Productions. And may the frugal force be with you. Oh. I hate goodbyes. <laughs> uh, Lloyd. Shh. Oh, she's here.